On today's show, automakers have too many models and they're starting to cut back. Chevy's diesel Equinox gets 39 miles to the gallon on the highway and we consult our crystal ball to figure out who will replace Sergio Marchione. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. You know, the auto industry is criticized for providing poor financial returns. One of the reasons is the market is sliced up so thinly by so many car companies, which have so many brands that offer so many different models. In the U.S. market alone, there are 15 different car companies, which have 36 brands, selling 310 different models. That does not even include the variants of those models, which mushrooms into thousands of different trim lines. So you might be asking yourself, does the marketplace need so many choices? Well, no, it does not. And if you believe that markets are rational, then we're going to see a number of those models drop by the wayside. In fact, 28 of them will disappear by this time next year. No doubt more will go too. The only question is, which ones and when? Even though diesel engines are coming under withering attacks, not all automakers are giving up on them. Chevy just announced fuel economy numbers for the Equinox diesel, which features a 1.6 liter turbo diesel. The front wheel drive version gets 28 miles to the gallon in the city, 39 on the highway, and a combined 32 MPG. The all wheel drive model only gets one MPG less on the highway. The engine cranks out 240 pound feet of torque and the range for front-wheel drive models is 577 miles. The Equinox diesel is also equipped with start-stop technology and is able to run on B20 biodiesel. The diesel-powered Equinox goes on sale in the fall in the U.S. with a starting price of just over $31,000. Will Ferrari come out with an entry-level car? That's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by... Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. With so many performance car manufacturers offering what they call entry-level cars, Ferrari is considering one as well. CEO Sergio Marchione on a call with analysts said the idea of a new Dino-like entry car is, quote, being kicked around. However, he also said it could be dangerous to lower the entry price for Ferrari ownership, citing the importance of the brand's exclusivity. He went on to say that Ferrari already has a, quote, phenomenally young customer base in Asia that can easily afford their current models. So we're going to put you on the spot here. If you were a Ferrari boss, what would you do? Factory restoration is usually the work of upscale luxury manufacturers, but now Mazda wants to restore NA Miatas. The NA is the name of the first generation. Though the restoration will only be available to customers in Japan, some of the parts they're offering will make their way to other markets around the world, including the original Nardi wooden steering wheel and shift knob, Bridgestone tires, and soft top. Mazda has not yet announced pricing for the restoration or parts, but as we get more information, we'll be sure to let you know. About 69% of U.S. passenger vehicles drive on underinflated tires, according to a recent study from the Rubber Manufacturers Association. 
You know, people just don't pay attention to their tires, no matter how many safety awareness campaigns are run. So, that means tires must be made more durable. When air escapes the inner layer, it can damage rubber and build pressure around the belt, causing belt separation, an incredibly dangerous failure. It also increases surface contact with the road and, by extension, rolling resistance. Even a 10% increase in rolling resistance can cause a 1-2% loss in fuel efficiency. ExxonMobil says that increasing the howbutyl inner lining can prevent air buildup around the belt, which will prevent such failures and increase rolling resistance. And by their estimates, keeping tires properly inflated longer could save about a billion gallons of fuel per year. Who is going to replace Sergio Marchione as CEO of SEA? John has something to say about that, which is coming up next. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. Who's going to replace Sergio Marchion when he retires at the end of next year? It's a guessing game that everyone in the industry is playing, so why not us? First off, Sergio made it clear that his replacement is going to be coming from inside the company. They're not going to hire anyone from the outside. There are 19 members of FCA's Group Executive Council, not including Sergio, and presumably one of these executives will be the next CEO. I'm going to assume that they'll select someone with operations experience, that is, the people with full P&L responsibility for business units, not those who handle marketing, design, purchasing, legal, or staff functions. In my view, that eliminates all but five of those executives, with one of them being a definite dark horse. Here are my finalists in no particular order. First is the Englishman, Richard Palmer, the chief financial officer who is also the chief operating officer of Kamau and Texid. He is Sergio's go-to guy when it comes to analyst calls. Sergio rarely turns to any other officer to answer questions from the analysts or the media. Next is the Italian, Alfredo Altavilla. He's the COO of FCA's operations in Europe, Africa, and the Middle East, but he also has extensive experience in Asia. However, he does not have much experience in North America. Pietro Gorlier, also Italian, is the COO of Components, which includes Magneti Morelli and Mopar. FCA is likely to sell off Magneti, but Pietro has taken Mopar from a U.S. aftermarket brand and built it into a global operation. And that's an important consideration in taking FCA forward. And despite what I said about marketing functions not in the running, I'm including Michael Manley, the Englishman who's the head of the Ram and Jeep brands. These are the company gems, the golden geese, the cash flow faucets. These are the brands that make all of FCA's future plans possible. Manley has extensive North American and international experience. And then there's my dark horse, Michael Keegan. He's an American whose job is to coordinate activities amongst all members of the group executive council. 
That gives him great insight to all aspects of the company, but he's definitely a dark horse. I think Sergio could announce his replacement next April, which is when FCA is going to lay out its next five-year plan. He may pick somebody entirely different than what I've described here, but these five are my best guesses as to who will be the next CEO of FCA. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.